This is Kraftwerk. This is my hometown, and I just believe this hometown wouldn't have been the same if this team had left here. A look back at 25 years of Patriots ownership. And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! And the Patriots are world champions again! A touchdown! And a title for the Patriots! I can't believe it! We are all Patriots, and tonight the Patriots are world champions! Once again, here's Mark Bertrand. Beginning with its transition to a rock station in 1968, WBCN quickly became the musical and cultural hub for the young people of Boston. We have been in severe financial trouble here at WBCN. We're experimenting with new formats, trying to kind of feel our way around. This is March 15, 1968. I'm Ron Keys. I'll be here tomorrow evening with another mixed bag of programming for you. As we mentioned, we're looking for funds here at WBCN. If you can help us, send your contribution to 171 Newbury Street, Back Bay, Boston. And now it's time for our revolutionary new experiment in radio. As we told you, we'll be taking you direct to the Boston Tea Party for our first live broadcast with Mississippi, Harold Wilson. BCN was the rock of Boston, and it was also regarded by many as the best rock station in America. The station had a special connection with its loyal listeners, including both Robert and Jonathan Kraft. You had really liked BCN, and you were close with some of the people Tony, there. Tony and, and I had, Howard yeah. on BCN. Howard was on at night because they kicked Bradley J's sex palace off the air. Wait uh, a minute. What was that you said about what, uh, what happens pubic hair? Pubic pubic yes, I did oh. mention that. <laughs> Marge. When did Marge show up? Hello, Marge. Oh, Jesus. Hi, everybody. It's the sex palace. It's BCN. Tony Berardini was WBCN's longtime vice president and general manager. This whole idea of putting the Patriots on BCN sort of formed out of the friendship that Jonathan and I formed uh, when he was a fan of Charles Laquadera's show. He used to come into the station all the time. WBCN presents 104 Seconds with Dwayne Glasscock. Hello, Rangoon. Well, here I am, Dwayne as Glasscock. Jonathan and I got to be friends. We would go out to uh, dinner. You know, after a few bottles of wine, it would be like I knew they were involved in the stadium. And Jonathan and I and I would say, well, when are you going to buy the whole stadium? And then 1988 comes around, and they bought the whole stadium. So at that point, I said, well, why don't you buy the team? And then let's put it on BCN. For Berardini, the Pats and WBCN would make a great match. WBCN producers Mark Capello and Roger Moore recall what the station was like at the time. It was fun. It was edgy. They were playing great music at the time. Back then, they were coming off the punk of the 80s. They they would play Tom Petty. They would play Led Zeppelin. They would play uh, some Prince tunes and other stuff thrown in there like like, uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. They were a format that people around the country tried to duplicate. I mean, you'd go to the beach on a Saturday afternoon, you'd be walking down, and you'd hear Carter Allen's voice wafting over the air because everyone's radio was listening to BCN. I love the idea of having pro football on BCN, the Patriots especially. The person who really was instrumental in convincing me of that was the CEO of Infinity, Mel Carmazon. I called Jonathan up and I said, okay, you bought the team. Let's sit down. I want to talk about the rights. I called Mel up. I said, I got a meeting. 
He said, I'll be there. Funny thing is, that was the first time Robert ever met Mel. I had met Mel before because I was interested in radio. So Mel and Robert start talking. They're getting along famously. Robert and Mel developed a very deep friendship after that meeting, which actually, when Mel was running CBS, allowed CBS to get the NFL back. So there's a whole chain of events that spun out of that meeting. We left, and everyone knew we wanted to do it, but neither Robert or Mel would put a number on the table. Mel said, you guys figure out what your number is. You call Tony. We'll figure this thing out. Tony called me later that night, and he said, what's the number? And Robert and I had talked about what the number was. I told him. And I called Mel, and I said, this is what I think the numbers is for year one, year two, year three, three-year deal. He said, okay, I'll call Robert. Mel called Robert the next day, gave him that number, and that's how it ended. A day later, the phone in the car rings. It's Mel. And he said, okay, you've got it. He said, it's for half a million dollars more than the number you gave me, but I'm sure you can do it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. We had no sales staff. We had no idea how the hell do you do a football broadcast. Mm. The most important thing, in my mind, was the continuity of Gil and Gino. Literally, after we got the deal done with uh, the Crafts, I got a call from Robert, who said, listen, it's your business, uh, and, I, and I'm not telling you what to do, but I really, really would like to keep Gil and Gino uh, on as our uh, broadcasters. The thought never crossed my mind to do anything else. <laughs> Good afternoon on a crystal clear December afternoon. It's Both Mark Capello and Roger Moore were working on the Patriots broadcasts in their infancy on BCN, and Capello has worked every game since. I think the initial thing was, what are we doing? It was like, everybody was like, okay, let's sit down. How are we going to pull this off? Because nobody knew how to run. We didn't know how to run sports. Nobody knew how to run sports. They knew how to play classic rock, I and mean, that's what they played. They were a rock station. So were there screw-ups along the way, bumps in the road? One time, I guess the, the feed went down, and Rich Kennedy was holding a phone to a speaker of a TV because our, our connection to the stadium, something happened, and we were like broadcasting the, the, the television speaker of the studio on a phone line because we had no other feed going on that day. Was there ever a point where someone, whether it be in management or just anybody who was involved, think to themselves or express it to anybody else where they said, maybe we shouldn't have done this? No, never. No, Tony Berendini, Oedipus, they wanted to do this. It was a good thing for the station. The whole point was you're listening to clean, crisp FM stereo signal. Now the voice of the New England Patriots, Gil Santos. Foxborough rocking and rolling right now. And Gino Cavalletti. Forget about it. Live. 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 In stereo. So you can experience football as you never heard it. Turn down your TV, turn up your radio. Time to turn up your radio and turn down your television. The starting lineups with the call of today's game. And people did it, too, because they wanted to listen to Gil. And listening to Gil and Gino in stereo was just magical. People loved it. Batted in the air. Intercepted by Teddy Bruschi. Got by Owen Smith. 30, 25. He's going to go all the way. On the way. The Patriots win. Years from now, school children will study it. The New Rock Revolution. WBCN, Boston. Football on WBCN was presented in a way that was similar to the rest of the station's programming. It was called the Patriots Rock Radio Network for a reason. It was anything but traditional. 
and it led to an in-game listener contest like no other. The sale of the actual read came down like on a Friday afternoon. I wasn't going to be able to see Gil. When I showed him the reads prior to the game, when Gil first read, I'll never forget it, he looked at it and he goes, you've got to be effing me. And so we did it. It was a two-minute warning. It was the perfect read for the two-minute warning. Let's be honest. This two-minute warning coming up in just a second, brought to you by Lifestyles Condoms. We've got Lee Johnson in the punt. If the Patriots score in the next two minutes, Shane Bernard of Salem, New Hampshire, wins a pair of Patriots tickets and a prize pack of Lifestyles Condoms. Visit WBCN.com today for your chance to win. I'll tell you what he probably had the most problem with that I remember is the BCN Rock Radio Network. Let's take a time out on the WBCN Patriots Rock Radio Network. Gil was at WBZ for so long. It was a, you know, it was a news station. It was, you know, suits and ties. It was very serious and the rock was, you know, it was loose. It was edgy. It's like what's what, what's what's with rock? I mean, you know, he didn't understand how that was relevant to what he was going to say. But he said, if that's what you want me to say, that's what I'll do. I mean, he was a pro. He started to get really into it. Because at one point, he used to start saying, rock. I'm out on the field with a score. The Patriots 7 and the Rams 3 on the WBCN Patriots Rock Radio Network. The first couple broadcasts that we had, we got majorly ripped. Uh, I remember one of the articles was, the headline was, uh, BCN drops the ball. I loved it. I love the fact that they didn't like it. That was, quote, the lodge. All the diehard sports people, the sports stations, they were ripping us because, like, what do these guys know? Where you heard all of the criticism was from the people who had the broadcast before or who did broadcast. They don't know anything. They're a rock station. They don't know anything about sports. Blah, 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 blah. No, this is the way it's supposed to be done. This is how we do it. I give Oedipus credit. He talked us into it, and he said, listen, we're going to do our own thing. We're not going to pay attention to anybody else. We're going to do it our way. And that's what we did. That's a true story. We did it the way we wanted to do it. Screw you. We're going to do it differently. Guess what? The ratings didn't hurt. They criticized us all they want. But everybody listened. Next time on Craftwork. My objective in doing this is to help bring a championship to New England. Robert Kraft's promise starts to pay off. New England has won the American Football Conference Championship 